get away with any kind of crime. Yeah, you need to drop kick Alexa across the street. Oh, not <laughs> Alexa, Siri. She's Siri. listening to everything you say. Siri. Do you what's know funny? So my, my friend, um, Greg, who I play poker with, he has an Alexa and he uses her for fucking everything. Like, we'll have a game over and he'll be like, Alexa, do this. Alexa, yeah. do that. And Alexa listens to everybody. So you could say, you know, Alexa, unlock the door because she even powers the front door. And so I said, Alexa, send nudes. And <laughs> his face is like, what? I have a huge problem that all of these assistants' voices are female. Alexa and Siri and Google I know. Bullshit. I switch my well, ways to a man because I don't want a woman telling me what to do. Good. Well, You're just like that, <laughs> women are more helpful than men. So why do you think that is? Uh fucking bullshit. They're also better listeners. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want a device that ignores you. <laughs> Welcome to Call Secretly it Alex. Timid. <laughs> Alex. Welcome to Secretly Timid. My name's John. I'm here with... Why am I... I don't know. I'm so fucking weird, dude. Scratch it. We're gonna start over. Welcome to Secretly Timid. My name's John. I'm here with Regina and Megan. It is <clears throat> Sunday, January 14th, 2018. We have we averted a nuclear disaster just barely because... Oh, man, am I relieved. Because while there is a false alarm going on, our fat-ass racist president was on the golf course. He still has not released... Is that a- where he was? Yeah, of course. Of course, that he does on the weekend. I mean, it doesn't really matter if he's in the office or on the golf course. Like, it's not like as if he's protecting us from anything. No, but that nuclear football was probably, I don't know, on the on a different hole. So we have that going for us. I mean, that could have been, gone really, really bad in a number of different ways. If Trump Didn't was alert. Didn't it kind of already go really bad? I mean, a bunch of people freaked out. Why would, would you freak done. out? Yeah, I'm saying I'm not saying that's unreasonable. I'm just saying actually, you know what? That is kind of bad. I wouldn't have freaked out because I wouldn't have gotten the alert because I turned that shit off because we get a lot of Amber alerts and it's gonna sound awful in Texas. And every single time, the the alert scares the shit out of me. Even like the severe because you care about the welfare of children. Is that why it scares of you? Well, no, just it's loud. It's very (laughs) obnoxious. Have you ever been in a group of people? Yes, everyone gets at the same time. it feels like a bomb's going to go off. <laughs> and besides, I still uh, I get the amber alerts when I'm driving and I see that and I look out for the car. Um but yeah, so I couldn't could you imagine looking at your phone and all of a sudden it was like a seek shelter ballistic missiles are coming your way. It's like what does that well, even people mean? People in Hawaii know how it feels. Yeah. Wait <laughs> them 40 <laughs> minutes to negate it and say false alarm. Just come people, people are hauling ass down the freeway in a panic. Did everybody get the alert? And he, my phone got the alert. Oh, I don't remember and if that. They were, if they were near, well, no, no, I mean, like, in if you were in Hawaii. Um, oh, and oh, it, oh, oh, okay. And yeah, if you were near a, I mean. a, a military base, you got the uh, the alarms as well, because they, start, they started the alarms, you know. Um, but, and there are reports that even um, the, the staff inside the White House was scrambling, because they didn't know what to do either. Um, oh, by the way, the featured song today is All Nerve by one of my favorite band, The Breeders. The 90s are coming back. It's not 99, says Luf Balloons. <laughs> <laughs> but just imagine, like, let's say, okay, so they got this alert. And then what if North Korea saw, oh, my God, they're testing the nuclear their nuclear warning systems. What if they're planning an assault on us? We need to go fire it now, you know? Um, yes. What well, you know what the like the best time to to then actually launch a missile would be right now. After everybody was like, Oh, false alarm and then do it. Yeah. That's well the what time. bothers me is that I heard this on NPR the other morning while I was getting ready for work and I was more upset about having to go to work than <laughs> The threat of nuclear war. <laughs> God Causing damn. mayhem throughout the world. You were upset you had to go to work. Why? Oh, because I hate it. To go to work? Man. No, I was expecting to go to work. I just didn't want to. Oh, oh. 
but you knew it was coming. It wasn't like a missile that was that was launched toward your house. It was like, oh, uh, tomorrow is work, and I have to go to it. Oh, it was like <laughs> this morning is work, and I have to go to it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Man, my boss. I haven't even been there a year. And I'm already just starting to do the yes, ma'am. Not like, yeah, sure. I'm not going to fucking do it. You've <laughs> never done the yes, ma'am. What are you talking about? No, not about? yes, ma'am. Just meaning like, yes, to your face. And then like, I'm not going to fucking do that. She throws around occurrences all the time. Like, if you do this, you're going to get an occurrence. And in my head, I'm like, don't threaten What's me, that? motherfucker. I don't even know. Like, it's you know, probably like a written yeah, you'll it's get written up for something. And, and Isn't everything an occurrence? Pretty with this boss, everything is an occurrence. Today, oh, when I come to my world, was an occurrence. <laughs> well, everybody was fine. Well, I asked I her, like, I don't have, like, I'm, I'm just made an official employee there from the, uh, from the recruitment service that that got me there. Um, so now I'm a, technically an employee, and she's giving me all the rundown of this, and this will be an occurrence, and that'll be an occurrence, and and you know I've got to work so many months before I can actually get like uh, uh, benefits to to take time off, like a paid day off. And I have my uh, appointment in April to get some tattoo work done. And so I said, well, I need to take a half day off in April. And she's like, you need to make up those hours. And I was like, really? And she's like, what the fuck? Like, you don't get vacation like, or sick uh, time? I do, but I don't think we can use it like that. And vacation takes a year. So I was like, what? She's like, you need to, you'll just need to make up those hours. And I was like, what if I don't? She's like, then it'll be an occurrence. And in my head, I'm like, no, it won't. I just won't, <laughs> I just won't get fucking paid for that day. That's how, that's how jobs work. I'm not a fucking slave. Don't talk to me that way. You're not my fucking mother. You're my, you know, you're my supervisor. Don't incurrence occurrence something in my god i've been here she's your work mother since october i've never Oof. had a day off i've only been late because of traffic and that was only once and it's just like fuck off i hate You'd get another America. goddamn job i need to get my insurance first i need to get my insurance then i need to get i've never been late on. to work ever what Mm-mm. i've never been on time to work <laughs> Well, you can't get fired. Never have been late. Oh yes, I. I'm usually early. I'm honestly like usually the first person there and one of the last to leave, and usually late to lunch. Listen, time isn't real. It's just an arbitrary measurement that I didn't even agree to. It's based on some like you know, there's the BC and the AD and all that shit. Nobody was like, "Hey, Megan, what do you think about this?" I was like. That's a really good system, I think. Yeah, let's do that one. Nobody asked me. I'm going to use that next time I'm late. Do. Well, I call it polychromic time management is what I say to the boss. When I was a stoner, I just considered the when I was late that I was just exactly on time because, <laughs> you know, I'm where I need to be when I need a to be wizard there, wizard is never late. That <laughs> <laughs> was a... Did you say wizard? Yeah. A wizard is never late. He always arrives exactly when he intends to. That was a that was a Lord of the Rings thing. Uh, Oh, I thought it might be Harry Potter because I've been watching Harry Potter today. It's a long story. Oh, Regina, before we got here, we were Meg and I were talking about some um, classic horror movies. Uh, Do you have Megan wants to watch a horror movie? Do you have any recommendations for her? John, you know I don't watch horror films because oh, I'm a big God. weenie. You don't? I get too involved. My imagination oh. runs wild and I'm just stressed out for the two and a half, three hours that it's on. That's crazy. I watched uh, Blair Witch <laughs> last night because it was on television, like the new one, not the not the one from the 90s. Um, it was okay. I fell asleep a couple of times. Wait, the new one? Oh, that sounds I bother. Okay. Yeah, there was a new one that was like the old one with the with the footage and the drone. Well, I guess the drone was new. Hey, I would uh, watch the old one again with some friends, but not the new one. Yeah, I saw the the original one. I took my little brother to the Inwood uh, to the see Inwood. it. I locked my keys in the car at Inwood once. Uh, sorry to hear about that. Yeah, and. Uh, I called my brother to come get me. He just got his license and it was like midnight or something. And I was had to be with some of y'all. 
And uh, so he left the house. And of course, my mom woke up and none of her kids are home. And this is before cell phones. Whew, that was that was tough walking in the door after that. <laughs> hey, uh, John. Yes. So uh, can I recommend the song for next week or, uh, or the next episode? For the next episode? Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Can you please play? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do it right now on air. Okay. <laughs> Can you please play Life Beats by um, Peter Carpenter? <laughs> Let me see if I could actually. Speaking of 70s horror films, I bet you can find it. If you can, I'll fucking find it for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Megan, why do you want to watch a horror film? Aren't you kind of living one? <laughs> Yeah, that's why I need to watch one because I need to know that other people's lives are worse than mine. And I would say that being You're in social death, work, you already know that. <laughs> I do know, but I just need to see it. Like I need to see some blood. Then watch a documentary. <laughs> no. No. I need it to be a little bit fantastical. What was the name <laughs> of the guy? I'm gonna see if it's on YouTube. Peter, Peter Carpenter. Peter he died. Two two months after the film uh, premiered, he died of a massive uh, cranial hemorrhage. Which he Coke will do after, that to you. Well, after you hear this song, you'll think, "Oh well, you know, there couldn't have been a better guy to die of a massive cranial hemorrhage." It's also called Life Beats. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a you yeah, found it, Regina. I didn't find it. Oh, I just paid attention when Megan was talking. <laughs> oh yeah, it's called Life Beats. So good. It's so so good. It's it's so good. It's the worst shit I've ever heard. It's also called Life Beats. Mm-hmm. Peter Carpenter, Life Beats. And if you can't find it, then next time I'll just sing it. Um. Yeah, yeah, 70s horror is my fucking favorite. I just finished a a film I was telling John called Point of Terror from 1971. Which was uh, so ridiculous. It was amazing. He's a a lounge singer at a a seafood restaurant called the Lobster Shack. This is so sad. (laughs) So sad. So, so sad. Is there, can you start any, anything with a uh, lounge singer act and it turns out well? No. 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 You can't. Let's not even try because it can't be done. What's happening in the news this week? <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> do you want to just go ahead and get, it, get into hot topics? Let's yeah, let's do it. Topics. Can you play it or are you not going to Okay, you go, Regina. I've got a non-Trump story, so we're going to say that for oh. later. Well, we just need to get the elephant out of the room. Yes, um, the big racist elephant. Surprise, surprise. Our president is a racist and a shithole president, which uh, just highlights, because I'm sure everyone's seen it, but shithole was being projected onto Trump Tower, I believe, or one of his hotels. I was going to say that. Yeah, Trump Tower in D.C. And then in San Fran on a museum there, they projected shithole president. (laughs) Have you seen the image? Somebody took an image of him speaking with his mouth kind of in an O shape and pointed at it and said shithole. (laughs) Yeah, his, his mouth has always looked like a puckered gaping asshole, asshole. <laughs> gaping all asshole. i see do you know what really also re- really did uh, you guys, huh go regina i'm sorry sorry did you guys talk about was it fire and fury last week um no oh well apparently um ivana like talks about or ivanka oh, god i'm sorry long day how about makes fun of his hair and she has given details on how that whole kit and caboodle is all stitched together and manufactured like the the scalp reduction yeah he had a scalp reduction that's a real thing yeah 
I mean, should it be? The results are horrendous. <laughs> My favorite part of those reports are um, the revelation that she popped a couple of sleeping pills on that airplane <laughs> to go to sleep to save herself from any sort of scrutiny with the treason that was performed when Donald Trump was lying, like telling his son to lie about that meeting with the Russians. She was like, nope, popped a couple of sleeping pills and went right to bed. <laughs> Good for her. Uh, it's just such a clusterfuck of epic proportions and then there's the hush money to a porn star yep that's on this the list this is the type of stuff that would take anybody else down but he's like one of those clowns the weighted clowns we all had as kids that you punch and it pops right back up well, he's, clown. he's white so he can get away with this let's be honest well that clown was white too <laughs> that's how he can get away with all this you know mm-hmm. he's also a republican what? Hold on a second. What hush money to a porn star? Stormy Daniels. They fucked, uh, like, I think six months after Melania. Ew. Allegedly. Trump, Trump and the porn star? Yes. And then, That's so gross. I can't even. And then the lawyers, before um, they, the election, paid her some money to, to uh, keep her mouth shut. Surprise, surprise. She's denying everything because she got money. I, and it's what's... what's Interesting to Plus, me. Why would you? Why would you want to admit that you banged Trump to get him out of the running? <laughs> do you think she had to be like pretty drugged up to even go through with that? Like, how do you? I'm yeah. like nauseous just thinking about him. I mean, in, in capacity, but shot, much less fucking right? anything. Let's let's be honest. She probably got some money up front to uh, have the party, and then she got money afterwards. So um, I don't think she necessarily needs to be drugged up to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's got a price. No, no, man. Her job is to take money and bang somebody. So that's what she did. Yeah, she doesn't have to have drugs to do it. It probably makes it uh, More less fun. terrible. I was gonna say better, but there's no good, so it's just less terrible. Yeah. Better implies that you know there's something that doesn't want to make you kill yourself. But I, I mean, just don't know. Well, I wish she was better at her job and gave the motherfucker a heart attack, and we wouldn't even be in this situation. That <laughs> does not make a good sex partner. How many people have you given a heart attack? I bet you do a great job. Nobody's <laughs> died yet, right? right? Oh my god! Nobody's had a heart attack having sex with me, and I'm. I I think I'm out doing okay. <laughs> no. don't don't put that on her list of things to to do that's not her job so about the shithole comment mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. interesting to me so right after it happened we had senator durbin who's a democrat say you know he's the one that exposed this whole thing and you also had lindsey graham Mint Julep, as we all like to refer to him as Pretty okay. much confirmed it because he said that he was the one that had the balls to speak up to the president and say that you know what what that that what he said wasn't right, and he went to the press yeah. with that. But then days later, now we have Tom Cotton and that other asshole and some other asshole saying that the whole thing never happened. So my question is: A, why did it take so long for them to say that never happened? And B. The first thing that they said was, I don't recall him saying that. What do you recall him saying then? The question answers itself, right? And C, they're politically saying that Durbin's lying for political gain. Why why doesn't a single journalist say, okay, well, what about Lindsey Graham? Because he's your team. And he pretty much said it happened. Like, the whole thing's a shit show! It's yeah, it's a shit show. It's been a shit show since day one. But I will say this about Lindsey Graham, like and Dick Durbin, they're it's really hard to impugn them. I think regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, both of them have been pretty straight talkers for the most part. Yes, they play the game, but you know Lindsey Graham is somebody I can appreciate. Really, I don't always Even agree after with what him, he but, did with Lindsey Graham. Um, I, he's kind of an old school Democrat or Republican. I think. I mean. To some extent, like he still cares about his character and his. Are you Regina? Did... Sometimes, yeah. It took it took one 
swing on the golf course for him to flip his tune and to be Team Trump. He sent he sent so. a recommendation to get uh the what's his name the steel guy to have criminal charges against him. That was Lindsey Graham. He's not a good mm-hmm. guy. I I don't know. I feel like sometimes he plays field position. You know, he does what he needs to do, but I think he's still. <laughs> still has some modicum of like right and wrong. No, I think, I think that if he hadn't released that report about him standing up to Trump after the shithole comment, he would have been just like Tim Conn. I hear a thing. I am so shocked that you would question my. <laughs> <laughs> they all heard it. You're from Georgia. Do the accent. I can't do the accent anymore. I'm too, too, too many years. <laughs> too many years. Come on, Mint Julep. He's not from Georgia, though, is he? Grant? I don't think so, but I'm just saying. No, Mint Lindsay Julep. from South Carolina. I'm is Cotton from Georgia? The same place. I don't know where the yeah. fuck Cotton's from, but he's a fucking liar. They're all liars. And it's like, when they when they say he didn't say this, who are we to believe? Like, Huckafuck Sanders lies to us almost <laughs> daily, and we pay her to lie to us. She doesn't know what she's doing, and you have a White House that doesn't know what it's doing. Nobody knows. There's no coherent messaging, and they weren't sure whether to cop to it or not, but clearly it was said. I mean, that and, sham meeting that they had where Trump said about the regarding the uh, DACA, you guys give me a bill, and I'll sign it. I won't even look at it. I'll fucking sign it. What do they do? The Republicans look, and Democrats came together, even with some bullshit money for that fucking bullshit wall. That's unnecessary. And then the you alarm know, bit is that it doesn't. It doesn't seem to matter. Nobody needs to know what they're doing because Megan, you cut off my rant. I'm sorry, John. I wasn't done. Where was Continue I? Continue with the rant. <laughs> the bullshit was... wall that we don't yeah. even fucking need. And then Trump yeah. had Stephen fucking Nazi Miller there to sh- to fuck the whole thing up. <laughs> That's where this all happened. That's why this shithole comment happened. He had Stephen Miller blowing up his ass. That's why the shit comment yes, happened. It's it not because he's a they, fucking... Well, that too. No, he's definitely a racist, but one of the other revelations from Byron Fury, and it might be, we can debate all day how true any of it is, but that apparently whatever the last thing he heard, Trump, the last thing Trump heard is like what he remembers and that's what he goes with. So <clears throat> they're talking about chain migration and, you know, you could turn that... He doesn't even know what that means. He, yeah, it can be positive or negative, but basically we have a <laughs> we have a president <laughs> who's ridiculous and we're following Regina. any of it. Oh, me Occasionally too. it's interesting, but it's just literally a shit show. I want to rant with you guys now. Okay, so then they had that sham, not the sham, but he had that, this is my favorite part that happened this week. So he goes and gets a physical. Then they released this this letter, supposedly, from the doctor who conducted the physical, saying that he's in excellent health. health. He misspelled his whole motherfucking name. No, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The doctor misspelled his own name. So are we his, to believe his, the, doctor the doctor actually... Hold on. The doctor misspelled the doctor's name or Trump's name? His, the doctor's name. His own name. Yes. The point being, the doctor did not write that letter. Right. Yeah. Well, if I had a gun to my head, I'd probably misspell my name, too. (laughs) Donald Trump's like a walking dumpster fire. He's like, he's like a Whataburger bag with like, (laughs) discarded Whataburger bag with like three bites of a cheeseburger left and like two sad fries that you find that's next to the he dumpster. Eats. He eats McDonald's. They they list it out yeah. off his Why dinner. Why do you have to bring Whataburger into this? Well, because that's what drunk it? people eat around oh. where I live. Oh, <laughs> uh, their onion rings are the best. But like his, our president's dinner is are is like two Big Macs, uh, fillet of fish, and because that wasn't enough calories, a large chocolate shake. For dessert. Yeah, he eats his feelings. And he eats that feelings. for a McDonald's because he's afraid that he's going to get poisoned. 
All right, McDonald's workers in DC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to you now. now. <laughs> the the hopes of the nation rest. You know what's on the menu if you get that order. <laughs> go for it. But man, <laughs> two Big Macs, fillet of fish, chocolate milkshake. But, Do your duty. <laughs> but for real though, during the week, it would be patriotic, wouldn't it? I just mm-hmm. I don't get invested in it like I was last year. I'm just like you know, if it's something serious, I'll hear about it. I'm not going to watch the pundits every single day anymore. I can't. Um, I fell a little bit into bad habits last week when I watched a little bit of Morning Joe and I felt the need to get on Twitter and and uh, let a little rage seep out. But um, overall, it's just like, we know it's, we know, we see the writing on the wall. I don't think that this asshole is going to last a full term. I think the best thing that happened with that shithole comment was that before, I think a lot of, of his supporters could kind of... Uh, refuse to acknowledge the fact that he's racist even after charlottesville but um they can't do that anymore like we all knew he was racist but do when they, he do followed they want up, to do that do they care about doing that well i think at this point when he says shithole countries in um reference to the continent of africa and then followed that up with why don't we allow more swedish people in i mean People from Norway. Norway. You know, yeah, the, but the thing is, the they've Scandinavia denied... doesn't want to fucking come here because it's terrible. <laughs> they've denied a lot of his reprehensible behavior. I mean, they'll find a way to justify it. Yeah, look. They did it, before it, the election. They've done it this year. They they'll deny it because they felt like they had to. And now it's getting more and more that... They don't really feel like they have to. So it's even less work for them. Like, now we can be racist out in the open, and that's cool, man. Yeah, I mean... So, I, well, that's what we talked about better. months and months ago. I mean, last January, we were talking about how it's carte blanche for people to openly express um, views the, they've held... Fucking you know, Joel Osteen argument that we made, right? Like... like now we get to stop pretending that we're this thing that that we think is socially acceptable enough to go out into public with. The scariest thing about all of this is that, you know, everybody says this is such a shit show, but nobody does anything. Nobody. We don't stop it. It just yeah. keeps fucking going. So what does that say? Yeah, I mean, we're not in the streets. Like, I was honestly, after this shithole comment, like, really dismayed, really upset about that. Um, I don't think, we don't We don't have power, though. The only, the only people that could really stop this shit show are the Republicans, and they're not stopping it. The Democrats don't have any power. That's what's funny about them trying to throw okay. this whole DACA thing on the Democrats. The Democrats can't do anything. They don't hold the House or the Senate. They've got no more. Not yet, but here's what's interesting. I think, I forget the number, it's 28 or 33 or something like that. Republicans are opting not to run for re-election. Um, they're kind of throwing in the towel for one reason or another. So maybe there's this subtle sea change happening that isn't right in our faces. Um, I'd hope and maybe so. we have to go what through gives you that impression. Well, the fact that some Republicans are like, this isn't my party anymore. I don't want to run the type of reelection campaign I'd have to, to get my seat back. Um, politics have turned way too ugly. I'm going to bow out and let somebody else get involved. But they've been saying that since before the election. Republicans? They're like, Oh, not this guy. Yeah. No, 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 not this guy. But then well, I, thought, I think they thought they could, that there were, like we all did, there's some checks and balances in place. <laughs> but, Donald but the Trump. biggest check and balance is the American public. And we are kind of sitting, sitting idly by, like watching this, like, you know, a reality TV show. But do you even trust the voting machines anymore? Like, I don't trust anything. They had that one Democrat who won that one... Uh, God, what state was it? It was like Virginia or some shit. She, the one that who won by one vote, 
And then the Republicans were like, nah, we found this one ballot that looks like it's a little faulty. So tie, we're going to have to uh, do this tiebreaker by pulling a goddamn name out of the hat. They did that. Oh, surprise, yeah, that surprise. Insane. The Republican name was drawn. I don't trust. I hardly trust anything anymore. Well, apparently the Russians have been meddling in campaigns for two decades now all over the world. So. But like when shit like that happens and when, when we know that hackers tried to hack at least some of the machines um whether or not they were successful but there's been nothing anything more secure do you really think the heyday of the conspiracy theorist i don't like fucking know. all right finally you guys are getting it like everything's <laughs> fucking rigged and screwed no. up no, we've been man. telling you <laughs> nobody is ever going to give the conspiracy theorist his uh his due Ever. It's always going to be the same. You're always going to look as uh, incredible as you look five years ago or ten years ago. It doesn't change. All of this shit is the same. It's just... No, I'm just saying, like, don't you have to acknowledge, at least to yourself, that our reality is obviously not what we thought it was a year ago or a year year and a half ago like there are these undercurrents and underpinnings to how everything works like even if we kind of already knew that we didn't have any idea what it looked like or felt like now like the machine has been a little bit exposed i don't know philip k dick seemed to be pretty in tune with all of this well, that's shit. true yeah <laughs> huxley and it's definitely uh, well, ex- exposed person. To mm-hmm. me, how deep tribalism runs in our country. Right. Tribalism? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I would like to think, like, if the tables were turned, and this is a Democrat that was doing this shit, and a Democratic regime that was doing this shit, that I would be one of those people that would be like, fuck this, I'm not a fucking Democrat, you guys are crazy, you know? And I would think, at least I thought, that Republicans, because, you know, we're, we're, we live in red Texas, would be doing the same. But God damn it, if there's not a day that goes by where I don't see a Trump bumper stick. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, that's my f- friend and roommate, Wyatt. He's uh, getting me some more wine. Oh, <laughs> oh well, that's nice. Why isn't Wyatt on the show? Invite Wyatt. Yeah, who's Wyatt? Tell us about Wyatt. Is he a Republican? No. Does he have a beard? Does he hunt? He does have a beard. He oh, does. He hunt. does. He just got here with some wine. Wyatt would love to be on the podcast at some point. Let here. me see him. Let me see him. Oh, hey. Hi, Wyatt. Is are you gay or are you straight? <laughs> I can't he can't hear you. <laughs> He's straight. <laughs> Let him know that Megan the woman asked that, and not the gay guy in the blue shirt. Oh, Megan the woman <laughs> asked that, and not the gay guy in the blue shirt. John the wants straight, to know. The straight woman, not the gay one. The straight woman asked if you were gay or oh, not. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, sorry to disappoint. No, I'm not. I'm straight. <laughs> okay. I don't the, think she's disappointed. The gay guy was curious, though. <laughs> um, yeah. I just like to know who people are, that's all. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't, I don't care. Just, I'm just trying to get to know uh, the people in my neighborhood. I don't know why you haven't told us about Wyatt. Yeah. Um, is he oh. new? Where did he come from? How much? Well, no, he's been my friend for a couple of years. Um, he's not new. Um, how much? Is yeah, he, he's. How much she make him pay in rent? A, f- <laughs> a very fair amount. <laughs> Good answer. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> when did he start living there? Ah, uh, I don't know. Honestly, probably around October. Hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He's a good. Yeah, he's a good guy. He feel- clean up after himself. Does he eat your food? Uh, I, yes and yes, but not really. I don't know. We. It's. It's pretty chill living situation, honestly. Do you um, ever hear him making love? Well, we've probably both <laughs> done that to each other. Bang. Like nobody makes love, John. <laughs> Everybody just bangs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, is that not true? Who was the last person you made love to? You guys, get the fuck out of here. Um, I'm a lesbian, so like, isn't it? Oh, every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, you sexist. 
Um, is that sexist? Yeah. yeah. So. It is. It absolutely is. It implies that. I think it's sexualityist. Anyway, I want to change the subject. <laughs> I'm sure that you do. When answer my goddamn question, John. Um, oh, I make love all the time. Oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you do not. Actually, I have not I... made love in a while because I've been too busy with work. Oh, okay. That's the honest well, answer. Well, my honest answer is I think I was like 17 years old. Oh, with that man who was committing a crime. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> let's go into the next story. Yeah, let's do that. Move on. Please. I get do I get a story? Sure. Go. Okay. Uh do you guys know who the um new deputy what is it? Uh do you deputy know little staff <laughs> at the Office of National Drug Control Policy is? Um, I hope it's Little Wayne. Man, I fucking wish it was Lil Wayne. Uh, I hope you didn't say Little Wayne. Lil Wayne. It's, Two chains. Wayneth. W-E-Y-E-N-E-T-H. Who's a 24-year-old recent graduate from St. John's College University in New York. He's 24? Yes, and the only... Okay professional experience he's ever had uh, prior to this was um, working on the Trump campaign after his graduation. And who are his parents? Um, Mr. and Mrs. Wayaneth. Uh-huh. And how much money have they contributed or laundered or? The Daily Mail does not tell me that information, but I probably could find out in time. Um, it's pretty gross, man. He looks like a like a chubby til- Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Like, yeah, you know, like the guy from uh, Justice. Isn't Patrick. that a Dr. Seuss elephant? It might be. That's a good joke. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I could tell by the raucous laughter. Yeah, John wasn't listening. He's still not listening, so I'm he doesn't. Listening. I think he's shuffling like poker chips. No, that's uh, Megan. I was highlighting for my next story. I was getting prepared. Okay, well, anyway, 24-year-old is the the uh, deputy chief of staff uh, who is uh, part of the department that is handling the opioid crisis, in case you were wondering. Well, they've pretty much gutted and shit on every de- yeah, <laughs> agency of- and department there is. So, like, why not? There's just- nobody left. Well, I mean... This guy grew- college so. rumor has it the press the preference is to piss on things not to uh up, shit on things. Mm, oh good call john that, that's the golden showers it. administration <laughs> golden showers bring me flowers mm. golden showers when i was hopefully bed. golden showers bling bring bling bring impeachment <laughs> <May> indictment <laughs> <laughs> all right uh Rise bosses defend character changes from book inspiration. The minds behind NBC's new drama Rise are responding to accusations that they, quote, straight washed their main character after comments made by the showrunner were misconstrued. The series, which follows a teacher who takes over his local struggling high school drama department, is very loosely inspired by Michael Sokolov's book Drama High, the incredible true story of a brilliant teacher, a struggling town, and the magic of theater. The book explores the true story of then-closeted high school teacher Lou Volpe. Ben and Rise, which debuts in March, the teacher is a straight man named Lou Lee, played by Josh Radner. During the show's presentation at the tel- Television Critics Association's Winter Press Tour on Tuesday, showrunner Jason Cadams was pressed on why he decided to write the character as straight instead of gay. His answer was, quote, taken out of context. That's from, um, that's from EW's, what, what is East Entertainment Weekly's? That's their interpretation. I didn't think it was taken out of context at all. That's my interpretation. Um, uh, prompted criticism online and even a petition calling for the network to change the character's orientation. Cadam they said, should also change the actor. I hate Josh Radner with a passion. Who I is that? that? I don't know who that is. He was the dude on uh, How I Met Your Mother. That terrible nope. actor. Nope, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to come up with a different reference because I have no idea yeah. who that is. 
I don't watch sitcoms. He's the worst. Cadam said he was inspired by the character, but felt that he needed to make Rise his, quote, own story. Some outlets then inferred that meant Cadams wanted his version of Lou to be straight because he could not relate to a gay character. Then what he was actually saying was the story of Rise is wholly original, not a direct adaptation of the book. Um, Even then, I don't think... I still don't see how that's misconstrued. Hold on a minute. Um... Josh Radner is the character. Is is the actor? The actor. Okay. Well, they, they would never believe that this guy was gay. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna know. let we're gonna let that sit there. Actor. We're gonna let that slightly homophobic <laughs> comment sit there. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying, like he's he's not a he's not very well kempt. We're still gonna let that sit there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Cadams, along um, with executive producers Jeffrey Seller and Floaty Suarez, have released a statement to EW regarding the controversy. Quote, the misinterpretation by some of what we've done with this show goes against what we fundamentally believe and who we are as individuals. We are firmly committed to LGBTQ inclusion and most of all are excited for the community to see Rise, which we believe portrays positive de- depictions of LGBTQ characters and stories on broadcast television with honesty and sensitivity. To that end, we worked with GLAD on the show's LGBTQ storylines and ensure they are told with respect and, and authenticity. Um, so they gutted like the whole point of the story, which is an outsider. Just an outsider comes into a community and makes a big change, but that outsider actually is far more outside this is my then, question to okay. them. If they're so firmly committed to LGBTQ inclusion, then why they change the guy's sexuality? Well, John, because he had to make it his own. Uh, come on. If you're that limited as an artist and a writer, yeah, he's not a very good actor, apparently. Well, forget the actor for a second. <laughs> and I do have a question about that. So let's say you signed up to do a project understanding that your character would be A. And then later you find out it was changed to B. Do you have some obligation to like stick up for if you believe in the artistic integrity of, of the original thing you signed up to do, fight against that change or bow out? I don't know. Not if it benefits you. Because they definitely made it known it was a decision that they made to not follow, to it's a late in the game kind of change is what it sounds like. It sounds like the project originated as one thing no. and then changed to another. I don't I didn't this? get that. Um I think they just made the decision to uh they 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 took the easy way way out and they decided to have the lead character of this series to be a straight probably white man because that's mm-hmm. what people are used to. With and dumb hair. Any minority character is going to be a supporting character that's where we're at you know and i know we shit on will and grace a couple of weeks ago or a couple of months ago a little bit with but at least that show shows gay characters who aren't miserable you know and i feel like that's what this show had the opportunity to do and they took the easy right way out. Well, sure. They had the opportunity to show a gay character that shows us courage to go into a small town and possible. Anytime you take over a major project or something like that, as an outsider, you're going to get pushback, you know, additional pushback for being different, regardless of different. So you had to whitewash that, if you will, or straight wash it or, or whatever, it's still a disservice to the overall story. So, so this series is on what? What is it? I believe ABC or NB- okay. no, it's on NBC. What's also surprising to me is like the stereotype of the drama teachers have always been gay men. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that's just what the stereotype has been. Here is a story that is, you know, about a gay man drama teacher that I'm, I'm assuming was very successful whether or not he was in the closet at the time or not that's still part of the story at the core he is a gay man so they took that and they they straight washed it and i don't care how they try to 
know, say we're all about inclusion. You're not. You're you're about relegating your inclusivity to the sidelines. You know, and I'm going to be so pissed off because I can already tell this. The story is probably going to be about the gay gay kid coming out and how awful that is. kid being bullied and how awful that is. You know, right. we have we we added this that was different from the story. The guy's has has a son and the, the son's going to have a drinking problem. Great, because we haven't seen that before. You know, so I have a question. Is this show meant to be a comedy or a drama or is it an hour or 30 minutes? Do we know any of that? My understanding of it was that it was going to be like, you know, an hour long serial drama. Like 10 or 9 o'clock. That, 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 makes, your, that makes your heart feel good. It, it's, it's, it's supposed to. Uh, this is us. <laughs> exactly. I think it actually comes as us. Hmm. Anyway, I dipped really back into that off. recently. And um, I know everybody loves it, but I just, it's a bit, I appreciate how complicated it is tries to be but it's a little saccharine for me i'm gonna get my head on a spike for saying this but i don't love it (laughs) (laughs) you guys are talking about don't bother (laughs) but but look we're talking about um nbc right like we're talking about abc owned by disney some sort of american network broadcasting something right so we're talking about the audience that also elected and allows to stay in office the Trump no, administration. No, we're not. Those people yes, don't we have are. TVs. They do <laughs> have TVs. That's the problem. That's all they have. But no, keep in mind, the majority of people did not elect Word. Donald Trump to be president. I don't know that. I don't know that. What I know is that the people that I talk to didn't elect Trump. What I yeah, know? Yeah, because you live in Appalachia. Of course they didn't. What, what I know what? is that... Wait, 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 what? Go back. What did you say? I said that you live in Appalachia, so of course they, like... I don't talk to people Trump. here. My point is, is that the people that I talk to hate Trump. They have the same perspective that I have. I live in an echo chamber, and around me is a population of people with whom I feel no connection. So I think it's larger than than it feels in my mind. You know do, what I'm saying? Do you know what I learned this morning? What? Do we all know the actor Alan Cummings, right? Yes. Yes. He too has a new show coming out in which he's a really Scottish guy, guy, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be I the first him. time that a show's lead character will be gay. That that type of show. It's like a crime drama. You know, Chloe Sevigny had a show where she was um, transgender. Look it up, guys. I can't remember the name of it, but it was... When you say show, you mean, like, television series? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it was, like, overseas, like, but... Was she a trans man or a trans woman? She was a trans woman. Because I know that's always been kind of a sensitive topic for the trans community is when they have uh, like a biological woman, a biological man playing a trans uh, woman or vice. I don't know. The whole thing's kind of confusing to me. Um, Yeah. Well, okay. I'm going to try and find the name of it, but it's, if you can seek it out, it's, it should have had, Another couple seasons. It was really amazing. Um, Hold on, John. Are you saying that... Okay, so you said Alan Cumming is coming out with a <laughs> television series. Yes. He plays that is the like, first where the the main protagonist is a gay man. Mm-hmm. The first ever? Yes. There's no other television series. For, no, for, for that type of series. I don't know what you mean by that type of series. Pull up the the article, because he's talking about it. I I saw like a a um commercial about it where he was talking about. Uh, here we go. Um, it's a little drama. No, that's not it. Perfect Citizen is what, no. God damn it! I hate myself that I did not. Because I thought this would be a good thing to bring up on the show, I should probably 
put a little bookmark on that article, and then I did not do that, and now I'll incoming new show. Okay, it's called Hit and Miss, and it was a British television series. There were only six episodes. Um, please find it if you can. It's absolutely amazing, especially if you're a Chloe fan. She's phenomenal in it, and it's really well written and acted as usual. I found it. Hit and miss. Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming will play first openly gay lead character in a network TV drama. So that's the qualifier, and it's okay. called Instinct. That can't be true, though. What's it called? Instinct. He can't be the first openly gay character on. It's a network TV drama, though. I was thinking of Six Feet Under, but that's... That's not network. HBO. Not network. That's cable, y'all. That was such a good show. Mm. But that's one of those shows that one I can't watch One of my all-time favorite shows is Six Feet Under. Yeah. Hands down. Do you read uh, Instinct Magazine? No. I don't read. It's a gay men's lifestyle magazine. Oh. Yeah, no. I, I think I have a subscription, <laughs> then. <laughs> But she just looks. Yeah, she just, say, just can for I the picture. Your back issues. Mm-hmm. My back issues. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um. Instinct TV series. I love how everyone's just listening to us Google stuff. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, this they is going to be the worst. All, they can't all be hits, Regina. Sometimes they can all be hits. Sometimes no, gems record, in every show. Sometimes sure. we record from the wrong audio source and things get fucked up. I know. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> that was a gem of a show. You really missed all of us, uh, full of cheese and wine. Some of us, anyway. So is Alan Cumming gonna play an American? No, he's very much Scottish. Okay, okay so he's not gonna pretend to be American because he doesn't. Not a great think, job doing that. I think I would be starstruck if I met him. And I don't say that about many people. Sure, yeah. And it's not like I'm a giant fan of his, but I think... No, he's an American. Yeah. Who would you, okay, run into on the street, you know, just randomly? Who would you be sort of stop, starstruck by? PJ Harvey. I would turn around and run away. <laughs> I would not know what to do with myself. I saw her in Austin. You saw her in Dallas, right, John? Yes. And I was completely like falling in love with her that whole live show. She's adorable. I was adorable. so nervous the entire time. I was like, please don't be bad. Please don't be bad. Please don't be She's bad. She's amazing. And it was the best show I've ever seen in my entire life. Is that life. the only really time was. that you've seen her? It's just the once? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's because she never tours here, ever. Okay. It's not a judgment. It's just a question. <laughs> no, it was more <laughs> like... Calm down. Her, I think, I think Angelica Houston, I would get starstruck for it too. Yeah, I'd be like, oh sure. my god, because for her, I don't know. There's something about her where I was thinking, if I was ever super famous and we, they would have to cast my family members, I'd want her to be my mother, even though there's like not any sort of similarity. Just be, just be like, I just you have to <laughs> because I love you so much. I think you've got a little Angelica Houston in you, John, for sure. I could see it. <laughs> but de- my mother does not have any Angelica Houston, though, I don't think. Well, you're a little... Your mom's... She's got some sass and some edge. So do you. Yeah, Francis is edgy. She's more like Edna from Absolutely Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew what that meant. I don't even. I don't even think I got the name right, but you know who I'm talking about. All right, Not, Megan, could you actually be starstruck by anyone, or are you just too jaded? I'm, I'm too cool. To I've be seen you starstruck, Megan. Oh, you have? Do tell. Yeah, when you met Melora Crager. Oh, mm. well, you, you were didn't a little see starstruck. Me meet her? Yes, I did. I was there. Oh, at the uh, Gypsy Tea Room. Yeah. Well, the first time I met her was. Um, where the hell was I? Why do I think we were um, in like somebody's garage? No, I wasn't in somebody's garage. It was at uh uh shit. Who is Haley Mills' son? Crispin Mills. What was he in? Uh Kula Shaker. Kula Shaker opened up for Rasputina and we were at the the fuck was that place, man? They played trees um, at trees once. Was it at trees? It, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was trees. It was trees. Um, 
that's the first time that I met Laura Krieger and I was with Wendy Livingston and we both told our parents that we were staying at the other person's house and then we had to stay out the rest of the night. So the, the drummer that was playing for Rasputin at the time, Steve Moses was in this band called Alice Donut also. And he saw us and he told the bouncer that um, we could go backstage if we wanted to. And that's the first time that I met her. But um, I guess I was, I don't know if I was starstruck then. But uh, I think if I met Jeremy Enoch on the street, I would probably like turn around and walk away. Um, But if starstruck means like you would try really hard to keep your mouth closed and not just like, totally agape and drooling um and yeah. then you would form a relationship with that person and get no. married it would probably be uh, <laughs> like Re- luke wilson <laughs> regina we were do you remember when Circa we, when we uh, holy shit regina oh, no. do you remember um, when we, when we met debbie harry and he's from dallas so like my chances are good right Huh? He actually, I think he lives in Austin because um, he has this awesome Bronco. It's white and green, and it's like kind of my ideal old school Bronco. Luke Wilson, you need to hang with me, Megan. I'm telling you, girl, you have the hookup. Mm-hmm. Regina, Regina, Deborah Harry. Do you remember? <laughs> really? Like yeah, now? and she was just now. Okay, so we were John and I tag teamed this radio station, like calling in to win I these tickets. I want it. He won it, and but I invited we both you. Worked hard to do it. Yeah, and, and um, I remember how I did it because I was smart. I was smart in high school. I did my research, and I knew that this this radio station it was mixed one two point nine. What they would do to win tickets is they'd play like fifteen songs, like a second each. And so I got my back the time we had cassettes. What's that? Regina looks guilty. Um, no, my dog's barking, and <laughs> so, I was worried you could hear it. Okay, so I so I recorded the uh, little snippet, and then I played it back, and I had a piece of paper, and I wrote down all the songs, and I fucking called that shit in on redial, like a landline phone, and named all the songs, and then we got it, and then we went met this the this representative of the radio station. She was like an intern. She was a hot, wasn't she? She was also 21, and we were not, and she had no problem <laughs> buying us booze, which was amazing. Wait, 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 wait. Where was this, and when was this? It was a, it was for Dell, and it was a private party for Dell, and it was somewhere in Dallas. It was in Deep Ellum. We met her in Deep Ellum. No, it was like an open amphitheater kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but we met, we met the intern in mm-hmm. Deep Ellum at, like, Cafe Brazil. And I remember yeah, her name. Yeah, she was just like, I can't believe I have to do this shit. Like, hang out with these awkward, like, 16... I don't forget how old we were, but we could drive. And uh, she's, like, too cool for school. She was really nice, actually. She was really but... nice. I remember her name was Shania Twain's real name. Whatever Shania's, Shania Twain's God-given name was. Like, Ellen or Shania something. Shania Twain's name isn't Shania Twain. Yes. Don't you remember that conversation? Because she was like... Canadians don't, don't name their children <laughs> Shania Twain. Um... And I remember Chris Stein, the guitarist for Blondie, was really, like, over the moon that some kids won these tickets. And yeah, he was really super young. sweet to us. Wait, so you Oh, my met- God, her name is Eileen Regina Edwards. <laughs> hey. God, how did I not know that? Eileen Edwards is the name of the uh, intern, then? Maybe. Wait, wait so, so you guys... You guys met Deborah Harry? For well, like we saw a her second. perform first, and we were both like way up front. And she, she was kind of, I think she was 57 at the time, because I remember thinking, like, holy Denia shit. Twain? <laughs> Deborah Harry. Okay. Sorry. It was for God the No it, Exit <laughs> album. So I think that was like, I think. Deborah Harry was 57 at the time when we yeah. were in high school. Yeah. And, all right, go on. I'm pretty sure. I mean, then anyways, what happened? she was holding it down. Well, we got to go on the bus and um, we're being like very respectful. And John has all these like, I don't know where you got them, John, but From they're like Melanie. either like some comic books or graphic novels or something. But... From like the 1970s from that showed, you know, the entire band. It was like illustrations. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh they're my really God, cool. where'd you get this? I have no idea what happened to those. I still have that t-shirt they all signed though in my closet i still have that signed whatever because you gave me one somewhere but 
So we get on the bus and there's obvious tension because like certain people aren't getting along and they're playing for like Dell in Dallas. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not their ideal gig, but we get on the not bus and Deborah Harry was perfectly bitchy. She was exactly what I wanted her to be. <laughs> like she wasn't like some grandma, like, Oh my God, nice to meet. She was like, Hey, <laughs> she said congratulations that's the only thing she said to me congratulations yeah. she congratulations you get to meet me and then she mm-hmm. went to the back and then talked to I- with eileen and they made fun of the people that were in the front row but not us <laughs> yeah because we were very disaffected so you yeah. know but it was we were it was, cool yeah they, chris dine was really nice and clem burke was really nice um that was the the drummer and the uh, guitar player yeah, everybody was really nice, but Deborah Harry, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> so this happened in high school, and I don't, how come I don't know about this story? Because we were running, we all were into so much mayhem back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might what, have been after. Mayhem come together once a week and like share our mayhem. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Still baby. God shoes. knows that I went to trees and met Malur Krieger. Well, we did a lot of stuff, but we were all like these um, different gears moving at different times. You know, we would mesh together and like turn and then other gears would mesh together. And I still am hearing stories from all our time together that I'm like, not sure if I was there or not. Or <laughs> yeah, there's so many <laughs> times for the like, first oh, time. <laughs> sounds familiar, but I'm not sure if I was around. Well, I think this is mm-hmm. a good time to wrap it up. What do you guys think? It is. I think. Any final words? Well, I don't know when anyone's going to bother to listen to us again, but I'm wishing you guys a great January. It's a time of change and renewal, so go and peach a motherfucker and listen, McDonald's workers in D.C. Yeah, you have a job to do. You have a job to do. <laughs> do it. If you have to take out the entire How about population that cholesterol? <laughs> to do it, to do you it. What? You have to poison every goddamn meal. And do it. No, I have a better idea. Limp fries. Get in his head. Just limp fry after limp fry, like soggy, soggy fry. So he's just so enraged. Does he's he like, hate this is like my fries? dick, and he's just pissed. Hold on, he can't you eat them. He has that kind of insight, psychological insight into Trump. Yeah, yeah I bet he's like eating those fries like without thinking. But then he has to think, and he's like, why are all my fries soggy? No, no, Regina, you think he has enough insight to know that limp fry equals his dick? No way. No, he has the best fries and the best dicks, and I bet he has multiple dicks. Exactly. Puts on. So what difference would it make? I'm just saying, there are the, there. we don't have to poison half of D.C. We can just play some psychological warfare. I really do it. Make some shitty fries, um, put extra lettuce on his Big Macs, leave some cheese off, you know, just screw up his order big time every time. Order is his. I, I'm the people of DC are going to have to take a bullet for the rest of us. They're going to have to have some shitty McDonald's for a while. I think they've been taking bullets for us for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like the murder capital of of the U.S. for a while, wasn't it? Well, enjoy the song no. "All Nerve" by the Breeders, and we'll be back um, in two weeks because next week I'm taking the. Oh, some John. Me, I'm taking some me time because I'm going to have a tough What am I going to do next Sunday? You're going to make a new friend. No, I won't. You guys can <laughs> have the show. You just can't record it. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. We'll just call each other on the phone, Megan. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds really great, actually. Can we do that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be back soon. We hope you've all enjoyed this. <laughs> <laughs> the shithole episode <laughs> not uh, yeah and uh we wish you all nothing but the best except for donald trump and yeah, the whole yeah. trump family I- and the whole trump regime fuck it fuck all of those motherfuckers because they are taking our country down the fucking tubes and we're all witnessing it happen but we can't do anything to stop it unless you're yeah or- um, McDonald employee. We're gonna do this. And I don't care if Secret Service asks for ketchup. Don't you dare do it. Those guys gotta fall too. They know what they signed up for. Yeah, they're taking a bullet. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Before no this, ketchup, no napkins. Bullet. Before this uh, <laughs> goes any further, enjoy the song "All Nerve" by the Breeders. We'll be back soon. Bye, guys.
Love you guys. Bye.